Welcome back, everybody. We're here. We're going to talk to you about Army of One, but first we've got a little thing going on. I can feel it in the air right now. It's a certain day of the week. Like, I think it's Friday. And you know Is what happened? Is it Fried Dong Friday? <laughs> Close. <laughs> I believe it's Mid-dong. Fred Durst Friday, baby. Woo! Listen, as always a Fred Durst Friday, right? One of those days at the end of the week when you just want to crack open a nice fucking cold glass of hot dog flavored water and listen to Cage Fight as we talk about the best Fred Durst side project in the bracket coming up. So spin that baseball cap around. DJ Taylor, spin that shit. Hell yes. Cha-cha. Spin it for us, Taylor. So today on the bracket, we have CarMax, not CarMax, CarMax commercial and Fred Durst eHarmony commercial. So I think to get started, we'll talk about the CarMax commercial. Now, in this illustrious 30-second ad from CarMax, we have a woman, a single mother, who's just trying to just live her life, trying to take her kids to school, go get groceries or whatever. She bought a quote-unquote shitty car that only blasts Nookie by Limp Bizkit. I know what you're talking about, man. That's not a shitty car. That's why I said the quote unquote car. Why would you not want a car that just blasts Nookie? I would buy a car that blasted that only like as a feature. That's not a bug. That is a feature. Okay. Absolutely. She's all getting frustrated and, you know, she's looking sad because she's a normie who doesn't understand the allure and just amazingness of Fred Durst. So she's, I, I already don't like her. I know she's trying her hardest, but she's really being a bitch in this commercial, right? Yeah. Really not my type. And then you see. And no one noticed this except for me, I can tell. <laughs> Guy crossing the street looking at her weirdly. And I'm like, dude, why are you looking at her like that? And then she goes to CarMax and she gets a new shittier car that doesn't play Limp Biscuit songs. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? Why wouldn't you have kept the other car, which I think sounds better? Yeah. And like, I, I, I've seen that guy somewhere, but I just can't pinpoint who that could be. Do you guys know yeah. who that might be? Doing the I think he was in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. too. Uh, he um, I think he was in from first to last, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the bass from first to last on the album Heroin. That was who that was. Um, he did that song with Damian Marley about we mush up the bass. No, he was uh, he was the guitarist on that um, Here We Are Champions song. That's who it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just want a quick note that the kids fucking love the Limp Biscuit going on in the back of the car. Time, you know, keep showing the back seat, and the kids are jamming, dude. Hell yeah, they know kids it. Have taste. Moms don't. Uh, and listen, I, I know, I know, we've been alluding to it, but the guy at the crosswalk Wait, was no. Fred Durst. I didn't recognize him though. I really what? didn't recognize. Was that Fred Durst? I mean, his what? baseball cap I, I, was not red. I had to look it up. <laughs> it was actually that was fucked up. You know, that's thing about uh, Fred Durst. He's such a method actor that he played that role perfectly, and I really couldn't tell it was him. It was a completely <laughs> different like type of role for him oh yeah in all honesty he does kind of look a little unrecognizable just because he's a lot older and he seems to have lost weight from you know my mental image of him <laughs> no honestly uh fred durst definitely he's definitely bigger i mean he was he was like pretty fit back in the day he just wore really baggy ass clothes oh yeah well i mean like you know maybe he's not working out as much so he lost some of that muscle definition but he just looks a lot skinnier and older than my mental image of him 
No, and to be fair, he has definitely had like periods of time where he ebbs and flows on his weight for sure. And he was looking pretty solid for his age on that. On that oh, app. yeah. I'm not saying he looks bad for his age or anything. No, he, he he's looking pretty decent there, actually. I think he looked better than Fred Durst did back in the heyday, in all honesty. <laughs> I mean, dude's turning 50 years old next month. Holy shit, really? Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that fucking nuts? That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, when he made Nookie, he was almost 30 years old. Dude, fucking Fred Durst was only like 10 years younger than my mom. (laughs) 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 There are are parents of like of like and have children like our age who are younger than Fred. Yeah, (laughs) I'm right now. I'm pretty close to the age Fred Durst was uh, when Nookie came out. And all I can say is I agree with every word he says on that track. Um, absolutely nothing exaggerated I, I'm doing it all for the nookie um, I've known and... Mike for all my life and since day one he's been telling me he's, he does it all for the nookie Jess the, knows that was the first thing he told I, me I make some good cookies but where can you where can you take that cookie you can stick it up your yeah 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 <laughs> um, and so basically I did go uh, and search the web for the original Nookie car from the commercial, um, and I did put in a bid on it. So wish me luck on. Oh that. shit! How much? How much was it? Just curious. Uh, twenty eight dollars. <laughs> Damn, dude! Oh my, dude! Oh my god! If you could get that car for twenty eight dollars, and you'd have to move it every other day for when you record the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I put my highest, uh, my highest bid at um, thirty five thousand dollars. Um, yeah, so, no, that's what it's worth though it's worth $35,000 so people can keep throwing bids in there um, it's still going to be mine unless uh, they decide to uh, indulge as I have So thing, I, think, I think Dave can very much attest to this I mean the dynamic range on Nookie alone is worth the, the car price there's just so many ways you can hear it so many volume levels you can hear Nookie on that car oh yeah Nookie's yeah, loud on the uh, <laughs> The eBay listing, it does say that the car um, does smell like shit um, and there's no way to fix it. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really care. I'll open the window, smoke a cigarette in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like smoke smoke cigarettes all day to make the smell better. Yeah, but precisely. I, I think, as Dave was saying, Nookie is loud, but there are so many levels of loudness within there. You got, like, negative 0.5 dB. You got, like, negative 0.2. You got positive point one um yeah nookie is pretty loud the way i do it so <laughs> i blast that out of my 90s style boombox <laughs> walking down the street wearing my backwards baseball cap in my 90s dc skate shoes and cargo pants and a fucking like red red Sox jersey from fucking 1997 like a chump <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a cool guy like a cool guy dave Yo, just a side note, I saw a car with Wisconsin plates today that was covered with Boston shit on the back of it. Gross. Like, just, I, I, like, there was a Red Sox sticker, there was a sticker that said Masshole, there was just Boston Strong, Boston this, Boston that, and oh, I like yeah. to think that guy's never been to Boston and bought that car off of CarMax. Anyways, I'll stop talking for a while. <laughs> that was, uh, that was Marky Mark's first car. <laughs> Oh, that was his first car as he was driving around for fucking like poor minorities to beat up. Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> Fuck the Celtics. Ah, oh, Jesus. So, any final thoughts before we go on to the next commercial? 
Um, this commercial makes me happy. It fills me with joy. Yeah, you'd think I'd be moving on from this. But I'm a sucker, like I said. Fucked in the head. Um, I saw that commercial for the first time during a Bucks game, and I laughed hysterically. Well, I was under the impression that the guy who drives away with the car is Fred Durst. And with that in mind, it's way funnier, I think. But, um, it's hard to say actually after rewatching it, but... I always wanted to see that commercial again, but all I saw were commercials about Christmas. Yeah. Does that... nookie mean pussy? Whoa. We'll talk about that when you're older. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, with, with that illustrious outro, let's get on to this lovely next commercial. Now, this commercial cannot be found by any of us, so we're going to be talking about the, the said article about these commercials. It probably exists. But it does, but we can't find it. And I think the only way it's being shown is on Flash and Flash is like losing support in a couple months. So. Yeah, it's I, I found some articles that mention it and supposedly host the video, but none of them play. So. But I, I want to talk a little bit about the content of the advertisement from an article I found on adage.com. And the article title is eHarmony hooks up, hooks up with Limp Biscuits, Fred Durst. Dating sites, lighthearted new spots directed by new metal band frontman. <laughs> Already an amazing fucking article and headline. eHarmony is hoping opposites will attract for its latest series of TV spots directed by Limp Bizkit frontman Fred Durst. The national push set to break in August is an attempt to reach a broader audience with a humorous spin that departs from the real-life success stories the matchmaking site generally features in its ads. Quote-unquote, People have a heavy enough life, not heavy enough uh, to where they, they, they can't listen to new metal, though, right? Like, new metal is the heaviest shit. Yeah. Um, said Neil Clark Warren, eHarmony founder and CEO. They just like to see something that makes them laugh a little bit. He said his presence in the ads helps maintain the, the brand's credibility. Because nothing really sticks eHarmony together like late 90s new metal. Absolutely. Everyone on eHarmony just bopped the fuck out of, like like orgy and like static x back in the day yeah, absolutely because i don't know i saw some uh some articles that i was reading about it saying like that eHarmony was like solid in the 25 to 40 demographic but they were trying to appeal to younger people That's so not eHarmony is definitely like an older person dating website oh yeah I, d I don't know any people my age who use eHarmony i mean like okay cupid is pretty popular with younger people yeah i, I would guess, say but... like like hinge like tinder like all those things are popular in the like 25 to 40 demographic yeah eHarmony is definitely like middle-aged like like uh people who make six figures like urbanites type person you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that and uh um with the christianmeat.com that yeah, the only yeah, one yeah. that you should be using uh farmers only yeah farmers i mean only uh, too. unless you're you know, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a there's a sexual like a hookup one called christianmeatspin.com i'm on it <laughs> wait is yeah, that I, for I sometimes... uh, uh priests and altar boys <laughs> no, God, sometimes i go on catholiclemonparty.com <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah absolutely uh lemon party i mean you know lemon party i think is a really good dating website for people in florida because you know they got a lot of citrus down there so yeah yeah, and if you uh, if you live in Georgia, uh, look up Goatsy. <laughs> Honestly, Goatsy's cool as fuck. I, I go to a lot of farms and I see a lot of Goatsies out there. So oh yeah, a little those fainting Goatsies. Mm -hmm. I really like Goatsy cheese a lot. It's good on pizza. Ooh, yeah. Very good. 
Hooba Doug is the oh. only official Hoobastank Twitter account. <laughs> Hoobastank is what they call my asshole after a really hard workout. If you missed the reference, I highly recommend you look into Goatsy and Hoobastank. No, I can't fucking wait. Hoobastank, come on. But we, we've gone way off topic, and we need to talk about this lovely dating website ad from Fred Durst. The first of three spots held by Mr. Durst features a young Caroline, an actress cast as Mr. Warren's granddaughter from an earlier ad, and a boy who wants to sign up for eHarmony. The second spoofs the trials of dating as unsuspecting singles trudge through disastrous evenings with a witch and an ogre. The same witch from Season of the Witch. Oh, fuck. And the same I'm ogre not- from Shrek? <laughs> the witch lady from Season of the Witch and Shrek. Yes, that's what they had. The <laughs> final was ad- a donkey in Shrek. <laughs> the final ad in the series, which is in post-production, is set during an ultra-competitive bouquet toss. That's unrewarding even for the winner. I was what really hoping you were going to say ultra-competitive bukake. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other kind of bukake? <laughs> ultra-competitive bukake film, I would watch in a goddamn heartbeat. That would be an, a fascinating film. <laughs> it would be pretty fucking great. These particular commercials are more fun than I'm used to seeing from eHarmony campaigns, said Mr. Durst, but you can relate to them in a way that makes sense on many different levels for many different types of people. I'm sure, Fred. <laughs> oh, God. It's so fucking... This is so fucking cool, man. I love all of this, and I really wish we could have watched these ads, but they are lost into the ether. Yeah. I really uh, wish I could have seen all three of those. Maybe uh, one day... When the like, uh, when the big Limp Biscuit box set comes out, there'll be like a special edition disc that has some of these files on it, um, for us to recapture. But for now, oh my God, these last few paragraphs, I need to read these. Uh, another kind of chemistry that's under the headline of it. It may seem strange that Mr. Durst, known for his new metal vocals, is behind the new spots, but this isn't his first time in the director's chair. He worked on several films, including the indie drama, which we're never going to talk about on Fred Durst Friday ever. I'm not, we're never going to review this ever. It's not in the bracket or anything like that. Nope. The Education of Charlie Banks. Uh, this is the second set of commercials he's directed. The first one was done for My Clean PC earlier this year. Ooh. What? How the fuck have I not found this? Oh, it was I- really an amazing said Mr. Durst, who was initially wary of doing commercials after hearing nightmares about the industry. The chemistry was perfect right off the bat. I'd definitely be open to doing something else if they wanted me to. I'm sure Fred Durst is absolutely willing to do anything that Neil Clark Warren wants him to do, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Mr. Durst found his way to eHarmony through his agency of record, Handmade Productions. Everybody thinks I'm the most serious guy in the world, but I'm not, said Mr. Warren. They think that Fred Durst is the most fool-around guy in the world, and they couldn't see how the two of us would be put together. But he just talks our language, and I feel so comfortable around him. Oh, my God. The founder of eHarmony and Fred Durst are best friends yet. Oh, that's I hope, I hope they're dating. I hope so. Well, that's the thing. They met on eHarmony and they hooked up and made this commercial. Yeah. That would be incredible. Imagine being the CEO of eHarmony and meeting your soulmate on eHarmony and how validating that must feel. Yeah. That would be incredible. I would listen. You know what we should do? We should all make a collective dating profile and it's called Cage Fight and just have sexy pictures of Fred Durst on it. We'll see how many matches we can. <laughs> I am down for that. Oh my god. I'm I'm down to sex some fucking priests or something. 
And can't. here's the thing: we're only we're only right swiping girls who have backwards baseball caps at their. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god! Strictly it, lower it, back tattoos with butterflies, baby. <laughs> Get my butterfly sugar, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what, we're bringing Crazy Town into this now. Yeah, it's a Crazy Town podcast. <laughs> When's their bracket? <laughs> Any yeah, crazy town bracket. We have um, we have a uh, uh, was it uh, shifty shell shocks od. We have fucking butterfly. <laughs> I I just assumed it would be like the first ten seconds of butterfly versus the second ten seconds of butterfly. Like, did they do other things? And then paired up with their Lincoln Park inspired album, and then like I said, shifty shell shocks various overdoses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts before we move on to the vote for Fred Durst Friday? No, I think I've exhausted it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm exhausted too. <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted after all the sexy like conversations we just had about it. Oh, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Dave, do you want to do this countdown? What? That's what we love to hear. We love to hear. Fulfilling all right, his contract. What? Already? Yep. <laughs> Are we ready to do the countdown? <laughs> oh i'm ready no all right <laughs> <laughs> all right three two one e harmony carmax <laughs> wait i heard i heard uh um mike going for e harmony um, I, I said carmax okay i was carmax too and then we had one for Zandali. So I guess Carmax oh, takes yes. it with a plurality. <laughs> yeah. How could you shy away from the mysteriousness of the eHarmony commercial? <laughs> I want to watch the Carmax commercials again, and we actually have evidence for it on the next episode of The Bracket. Oh, yeah. And it's also very succinct, whereas we had to read a whole-ass article just to talk about these three non-existent commercials. That's why I chose the Carmax. <laughs> Yeah, the mystery is a bit too much for me. I mean, it's a little enticing, but like I had to go with the one that I could actually see before my very eyes. Um, yeah. See, I read a lot of Hardy Boys growing up, so I love a good mystery. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yep. Uh, fucking the CarMax commercial. We'll move on into the bracket. Do, do, do. Come on. All right. And the next episode of the Fred Durst Friday bracket shall be the entire movie. We're doing the entire synopsis and plot summary of the movie Zoolander and Pauly Shore. Is that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to be discussing Fred Durst cameos in both of those movies and seeing which one comes out on the top. I might actually watch all of Zoolander. I haven't seen that since like 2000. Slaps, honestly, Three. but I just want to. I just want to see the cameo. I because I'm, I'm going to watch all of Pauly Shore is Dead because I've been wanting to watch that for a long time as a major Pauly Shore head. <laughs> yeah. I remember Absolutely. seeing a lot of ads for that before DVDs I rented from Blockbuster back in the day. But um, I think you're 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 all you're all shored up for Pauly Shore, dude. You're 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 ready to go down. The best uh, Pauly Shore movie, objectively, is Biodome. I was um, going to say Biodome for sure. That movie's incredible. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's oh, no. Son-in-Law. Uh, you you heathens. I'm not aware of Son in Law. Uh, you gotta see Son in Law. It's classic. Well, Pauly Shore's material is classic, but I think I think Biodome definitely wins out for sure. All right. Well, uh, moving I on. Love, whichever, whichever Biodome is advancing, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, Biodome is moving on into the Fred Durst bracket. <laughs> and into the cage bracket, too. 